Tom Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, Million Dollar Agent, the podcast coming to you, heading to the summer season. Hey, John. Hi, Troy. How are you going? Morning, Tommy. Very well. Troy, g'day. Hello. Hello, John and Tom. Very good. Very good. Happy it's uh, coming to that time of the year when everyone's energy levels go even higher than what they were during spring. So, think it's good some good results out there and an interesting time in the market tom yeah so troy firstly every person i speak to today i keep reminding them that christmas is on the 25th of december not the 25th of november because there <laughs> is a there, there's 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 a few there's a few people that said to me in the last two days oh geez it's come around so quick i go what's that christmas i said listen you still can list and sell houses. I said, you know, I, I said, you had a few days off with, you know, Melbourne Cup and all sorts of stuff. I said, uh, we've still got four or five weeks. And there's a tremendous amount of business that gets done in the four weeks leading up to, let's say, the mid, mid of December. There is just so many people that do deals in this period. It would be crazy not to. And in fact, I still think, Troy and John, you've been talking auctions this morning when I spoke to you about your auction department. I think your auction department is going to be booking auctions right until the 16th of December. Uh, Troy, yeah. would that be right? Yeah, Tom, I've got bookings on the 16th and I've also got one booking on the 19th uh, of December as well, so a midweek. But okay. that's my last one for the year. Yeah. And John... From your own experience, these years, you I mean, and you get franchise returns and company figures, so you've got good access to it. Uh, don't think for a moment, and I'm sure you'd agree, John, deals are still being done well into December. Oh, absolutely, Tommy. They'll be done on Christmas Eve. They'll be done some done on done on New Year's Eve. Some people might even work through the break. In fact, some markets come to life during the uh, Christmas break. So I think um, everyone deserves a break, and for most people in real estate, Christmas, New Year is the logical time when there's least activity. But, you know, I know Dr. Fred used to say to us that, you know, make sure you work up until the last minute on the last day you've decided to take off and make sure you start working from the first minute of the first day you're back because a lot of people, they say, oh, look, I'm off from the uh, 15th, but really from the 1st of, to the 15th of December, they're kind of on a quasi-holiday anyway. They're taking long lunches. They're not really prospecting. And uh, and then, you know, they say they're back on the 10th, but they come back on the 10th and they really just fluff around for a week or two. So I think it's it's good advice to work hard and smart until the moment you leave and then hard and smart until the moment you're back. I think that really makes a, a lot of sense because there is a ton of business to be done right up until the moment you leave, whatever, whatever time that is. Yeah, well said. Well, I, by the way... I exchange contracts on my current home, which I've been there for 15 years or 12, 13 years, of uh, Michael Tringali in Haberfield at 5 o'clock on the 24th of December. And I still remember Michael saying to me, Tom, let's get it done now because if we don't, this vendor has the whole Christmas holiday to change their mind about the price, change their mind about you, change their mind about selling. Let's bring closure. 
And um, that happened on the, you know, 66W certificate, which in New South Wales is an unconditional sale, was done at around 5.15 on the 24th of December, about a decade ago. Yeah. No, too true, too true. Get the deals done. Time kills deals. Okay. I wanna, this, this, is, this podcast, I'm actually dedicating it, and we all are, because you work with him, John. You're close to him. Troy's close to him. I'm close to him. Our great friend, Matt Steinwade, and uh, I've said it before. I've said it before today. I believe that Matt Steinwade, in the last 35 years, is the best real estate agent in Australia if we're using the 35-year period, right? Because a lot of the guys that we see now, they haven't been in it for that long. This guy's absolutely class. Uh, by the time people are listening to this podcast, they would have been aware because he does, you know, he's very active on social media and um, he's been courageous to explain uh, a personal matter, the death of his uh, his son, uh, the famous uh, uh, um, surfer Logan, uh, passed away yeah. about a, a, a week ago. And, uh, John, I mean, we're not going to spend uh, talking, uh, analysing all of that, but we know that Matt Steinway is is one of many, many people who in their life get a punch in the face, out of the blue, unexpected, things fall apart, derails everything. Sometimes it's the loss of a family member. Sometimes it's the, the loss of... Uh, um, a relationship. Sometimes it's a it's a terrible diagnosis and an illness and coming to grips with uh, what that means. Um, sometimes it's just anxiety, depression. Sometimes it's a financial issue. But Troy and John, before we talk about some of the coping strategies we've learned, great people have when 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 they do get that punch in the face, when they when things fall apart all of a sudden. Um, our thoughts are with Matt. I I I got I've got to tell you I don't I mean as terrible as it is Matt Steinwade is the most prepared person to actually turn um this from being a victim to become a victor he's a sort of guy he actually keeps you know I I liaise with him by text message every day and uh, he's he said to me John exactly what he said to you and that is that he is looking at ways in fact I'm bringing up exactly the long message he sent me, looking at ways um, uh, how he can turn this pain into purpose and into a legacy. And um, I think uh, John and Troy, there's no better person that I know on the planet that's capable of doing it. He's been training this. He's been training for this for 35 years. The ability uh, uh, um, to to move, move forward when things are looking really grim. So over to you guys. Yeah, well, look, you know, for those that hadn't caught up, and I think everyone knows, Madeline knows of Matt. He's an incredibly successful, high-profile and beautiful human being. And uh, his, uh, one of his uh, sons, he's got six or seven kids. He's, uh, he's got a large family and one of his sons took his life about a week ago. And uh, so it's, it's uh, as you just said, Tommy, beautifully that it's a tragic circumstance and uh, no, no one can skate through a situation like this without it being incredibly painful, yeah, you know, maybe the most painful thing one one can ever be asked to endure. Um, but uh, yeah, look, it's uh, and we and we 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 uh, send our love to to uh, Maddie and his family, uh, his step family, his brothers, sisters, 
Uh, he's he's very Logan was very very well loved, and if you haven't seen, if you go on to have a look at Matt's TikTok, and you'll see a beautiful, uh, I mean heart wrenching, but nonetheless beautiful uh, short, um, I guess celebration or, or or just a little presentation Matt did about about Logan. So uh, yeah, for, let's just hug our loved ones and kids and and spouses and friends a little bit tighter because. You never know when they're when they're not going to be here, but um, and that was a total shock to all all involved with Logan and and with Matt. It was just a total tragedy and a shock. And it's interesting when we talk through about topics like this because I think Tommy, you were wanting to not only dedicate this podcast, but talk through what are some of the I don't know whether you called strategies, but things one can do for yourself if you're caught in this situation, or for loved ones because often it's. It may not be you, but it could be someone very, very close to you, a family member or loved one. And I think it was Gary Vaynerchuk I heard recently on on TikTok, and he said, you know, you're either in the middle of a of a, a tragic scenario or challenging time, or one's about to hit. So, you know, yeah. when you think about it, how many people you know and how many um, health issues there are, and, and and divorces and things, it doesn't have to be, you know, someone losing their life. It can be can be uh, other health issues. It can be relationship it can be financial it can be a whole range of things so um i think it's it's a good topic to talk about mm. to go through it and you know here, here's one of the things i've learned tommy um and troy i think that you know when these things happen and often i'm the same i stare at my phone and i i want to reach out and i want to call but i don't know what to say and i don't then mm. i start thinking well, they'll be inundated with calls and they probably will have their phone off. And you, you kind of say all these things. Here's my best advice. Just call yeah. and just reach out and just listen more than anything. Um, and I, I, I think that's the, because there are no words you can say to bring Logan back. There are no words mm-hmm. one can say to make the pain of losing Logan any less painful than, than it is for Matt. But just reach out and let him know. And, you know, look, people know. Some people, you know, sort of a phone call. Other people will be a text. Um, but but I think it's it's important just to let them know that you're here for them. Let them know that you care. Um, let them know that if they need anything at all, that you're, you're there. Because, you know, otherwise we can talk our, ourselves out of it and not make contact because we, we don't want to interfere. But then all of a sudden... We feel guilty. We think, God, you know, I didn't really do anything practical. So my advice when that happens, the first thing, Troy, is just to just to reach out and to listen more than talk mm. and don't use any of the cliches, you know. Um, just just say, hey. I, I remember when I, I rang Matt straight after I found out it was on the Monday, Tommy, and, you know, I was told in, in sort of strictest confidence and, you know, I think you were the only person that I actually told because I know how close you are to Matt. And I just rang him up and I said, Maddie, I can't say anything even close to making the pain you're feeling right now get any better. I wish I could, but I can't. But I just and I was I was talking, I wasn't leaving a message. I just said, I love you dearly. And if there's anything at all that either me or the company or all your friends can do, but I said, Matt, I just I, I'm I'm just devastated. And uh, you know, he he said, look, I've I've cried all day long. He said, I have no more tears left for today anyway, but I really appreciate you reaching out. He said, I've, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've had heaps, heaps of missed messages and calls. We said, you know, I wanted, I'm glad when I saw your name pop up. So that sort of made me feel like it was, it was definitely use, useful, certainly for me and, and hopefully for him. 
But it's a hard one, Troy. The only other bit of advice I'd say preceding all these things, which is kind of quite timely for our industry, Tommy, just Troy, sorry, before you jump into it, is um, try, and, I, and I remember hearing Ivan Breshik say this, you know, it's funny when you look back at Eric and events and you've been to and someone says something and then it stays with you forever. And I remember Ivan saying that, and he was talking more about deals than life tragedies, but, you know, deals fall over and even, you know, that can throw people off and upset people. It's nothing like the other things we've just discussed. But And he said, you know, what I've learned is never get the high highs or the low lows, just try and, you know, if a deal happens, that's nice. That's great. Let's, let's sort of have a brief celebration and then move on with, with it. Don't, you know, stand there and high five yourself and, you know, create a, a massive, because guess what? There's going to be a deal fall over tomorrow. And, mm. and then when that happens also, don't go to the opposite end of the scale. Don't go down to depths of depression. Just, you know, just try and stay in general in life kind of in that mid-bandwidth. And I remember, you know, Ivan said many, many sharp and smart things over the years, and, you know, I'm fortunate to have him as a, as a dear friend, as you guys do. But that was that was very, I thought, a very practical, helpful tool is don't get carried away with your wins and don't get carried away with your losses. Now, that doesn't mean you can't enjoy them. Absolutely. You know, enjoy a win, enjoy a, uh, enjoy something that goes right and take your spouse out for a little dinner or something. But... Just do it within the realms of your bandwidth, and not, not not this euphoric high that some people tend to get. And not only now, but they don't just get it, Tommy, but nowadays they tend to show it on social media and they're screaming at all the records they've created. I'm just thinking, man, you're setting yourself up for maybe a failure. Troy, over to you. What are your thoughts? Yeah, John and Tom, you know, coping with grief is such a highly individual process and you know what works for one may not work for another the one thing that i was really really interested in seeing on the weekend or during the week when matt did post that amazing video where he was sharing his feelings was the way the real estate community was commenting and engaging and generally just making sure that matt was okay and i think that you know, sometimes we do take for granted and we look at our competition as not our friends and not part of the community, but it was so refreshing to see some of the heartfelt tributes, not only to Logan, but just reaching out to Matt and his family to make sure that people knew that he was there. Because the reality is there's really no timeline and there's there's no set time for the healing process. And I'm sure Matt probably hasn't read all of those comments, those really beautiful comments that were made on the video on TikTok and also Facebook and Instagram. But I'm sure at some point in time, he will have a quiet moment and he will realize that he is loved and that the family is loved and people generally do care. And that was really refreshing for me because I just feel that in this day and age, it's so easy to get caught up with what you were mentioning earlier, John, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. But knowing that this community of real estate professionals is all there to support each other as one big kind of extended family was something that was really touching for me. Yeah. You said to me earlier, Tom, um, just when we were discussing what you wanted to talk about today is, you know, build yourself a good team. I was going to say before you need it, but we always need a good team all the time. And I'm not talking about a good PA or buyer specialist. I'm talking about, Yes, some good, solid people around you you can go to and, you know, you guys are dear friends of mine and I can call you if I need anything. People like Dr. Fred uh, has been an incredible help. I mean, once upon a time he said to me, John, you know, in the hotels when they say in case of emergency break glass and hit the red button, he said, 
I'm your red button. Anything ever goes wrong, first thing I want you to encourage you to do is pick up the phone and call me. You know, that gives you incredible safety and strength and to be able to have a few people like that. So uh, I think in anticipation of us all having a wonderful life but but embedded with a myriad of challenges along the way, um, you know, try and assemble a really good team of people around you that you can call, you know, when the proverbial hits the fan. I, I really think that's – I don't want to steal that from you, Tommy, but, yeah, just saying that, you know, you did share that with me earlier and I agree with you. You know, get, get yourself a great team. Yeah, so I think uh, John and Troy – um, I was given a book in treatment by a chemo nurse called Option B, and it was the uh, COO, and I think she's still the COO, of Facebook. Um, very young person that had tragedy in her life, and she talks about uh, in the book, you've actually pretty much summarised it with the stuff that you're, you're, you're saying. And one of those things was she says you've got you've to be very careful and, uh, and be very mindful of, um, not worrying about uh, saying, not ringing people up because, and I, I noticed this myself, it wasn't, you know, John or Troy with you guys, but I noticed when I got unwell, a lot of people didn't ring because not that they don't care, but they don't know what to say. So they feel like saying nothing is safer than saying something dumb, but you don't have to really say much. You've just got to sort of, you know, let people know that you're in their corner and I think another thing that I read out of that book, which was very, very useful, uh, and you, you you expressed it when you called Matt, John, is not to say to people, I know what you're going through. Because yeah. a lot of the times you can't say that because you lose credibility and authenticity in that conversation because that person will think, well, you don't really know what I'm going through, right, because you're not going through it. I think the best thing that you can say to them is, I don't know what you're going through, but all you need to know is that I'm in your corner all the time and I'm thinking of you and that I'm a, a phone call away. And if there's something small I can do, sometimes it's practical things that you can do uh, for people. But I really would love people to read that book, Option B. Very useful. Three Ps she talks about in that book. Three things to watch out. The first one is permanence, which is what Ivan Breshik is relating to, where he's saying if things are good, don't get attached to them because they're not permanent. They're not staying good. And if things are bad, don't get attached to them either because they're not staying bad. Stay in the middle ground. Things are just constantly moving. The second P to, to be mindful of is personalization. You can fall into the trap to think you're the only person on the planet that has actually got this situation. I mean, the truth is, as bad as it is for Matt, unfortunately, suicide is a uh, uh, an event that happens far too frequently, and there are there are other Matt Steinways out there. There are other mums and dads out there that go through it. Only this morning I was thinking about they came up on my Facebook feed, the poor guy that lost the um, uh, three three kids that got run over in the one family two years ago. The uh, the guy out from the western suburbs in Sydney, I think his name was Abdul. Uh, I'm not quite sure what his name was. And then the third P, guys, is pervasiveness. And that is that we can fall into the trap that we think everything is really bad. But the truth is, John, I even I remember when I'm go when I was going through chemo, you're sending me text messages. You want to go for a walk? Do you want to catch up there? You can actually do things in one area of your life that will make the other area of your life better, if you know what I mean. It doesn't mean that you've got to lie in bed. And Matt's not the sort of guy that would do that. Matt's the sort of guy that I think will look after 
will take self-care and understand don't go into a, a rut and fall into a, a hole which can be difficult to come back on um but john yeah i've got to tell and you Tom, john, Tommy, I, you're just on yeah. that just i mean you're right there, there are if you think about it and depending how close you are and particularly if you are fairly close to someone as opposed to more of a or an associate or colleague but if you're very close because i remember when our dear friend steve mcmorrow passed recently another tragedy and but we were able to, you know, I thought the whole family's at the hospital every night, so we organised for meals to be delivered to their home, uh, freshly made every day. Um, so f- for the sort of 60 days when Steve was on his last decline and and that just saved them having to get home and either not have anything uh, yes. or eat something not good for their system um, and, and their nutrition um, and not have to clean up afterwards. So... That was one, and, and we used to drop in every couple of days some um, fresh uh, chicken broth from the uh, the larder, um, the the, chi- the the Bronte Bronte uh, larder uh, with Steve, and he loved it because he couldn't eat anything solid, of course, and it was nutritious. So, just a couple of little things, you know, which which really they don't cost much at all. They're just small things. So, yeah, think about if there is anything of a practical nature you can do. Go and see them, take them for a walk or whatever. It is really helpful. And just, you know, so I know we've, we've got to finish in a couple of minutes, Tommy, but just let's sort of take this down a few notches because we have been talking about some fairly deep uh, wounds and, and tragedies that people have, have endured. But even as we come back to our day-to-day real estate lives, which is what most of our audience is listening to, again, manage your own expectations around things to, mm. to avoid or perhaps even just reduce disappointment. You know, pe- people just running around saying, I've listed this property, and I said, where's the paperwork? And they say, uh, well, it's in the mail or, you know, it's in the email or it's going to come next week. And I said, man, don't get too excited until the, the deal's done and it's inked and the money's in the bank and the, the paperwork's arrived. So I think just, you know, we talk a lot about managing uh, customer expectations to make sure customers don't get disappointed. I think equally, you know, to avoid disappointment uh, at a day-to-day level in this industry is is just um yeah tr- try and manage your own expectations i used to i was telling someone the other day Troy, i was coaching an internal mcgrath person i said you know i used to assume i i would have to sell every property two or three times to actually get the deal done because i'd always assume that the first one or the second one maybe both would fall over so then if one went through i thought oh bonus that's good if one fell over i thought well i expected that so let's go and find another buyer so i think you can um also sort of going back to Ivan's point, you can sort of uh, monitor your own expectations about events and just, you know, sort of dial them down a little bit so you don't uh, disappoint yourself. Troy, any parting words from you? Uh, no, I think it's it's such an important topic. Um, Tom, I agree with you that there needs to be more done around resources, around people being more vulnerable and talking about um, when things aren't going well. I mean, are you okay day is a great start, but there's so many other things out there that we can be doing. Um, and just to let everyone know, Tom, that book, Option B, it's by Cheryl Sandberg, um, and it's yeah. done with Adam, Adam Grant was the co-author of that. And actually, surprisingly, he's actually in Australia very soon speaking. Um, so it's kind of interesting. He's a genius, um, he's a genius that guy, Troy. That guy's yeah. a, I think you follow him too, John. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I do as well. Uh, well uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he's part of the University of Pennsylvania, I think. Uh, he's a professor there. So, yeah, really, really interesting. Okay, well, listen, we're going to finish off on that point. Thank you, Troy, for bringing that reference up. 
Matt Steinway, we salute you. I'll never forget, John, in 2016 when I copped a relapse and they said I was going to have to do a stem cell transplant. You and Matt came down to North Sydney. I don't know if you remember. We were at North Sydney near Luna Park, John. And yep. Yep. Um, we're going to shoot a video. And, um, you know, I sort of said, you know, there's a chance I'm going to be out of action for a year. And my doctor said to me, look, you're probably not going to want to be seen on videos and all that because, you know, you're not going to look uh, great after the stem cell transplant. And I'll never forget it. Matt said, John and I will take over running the real estate gym till you get better. That's all right. I said, Matty, you're in terrible, mate. Do you remember that, John? Yeah, we were down by the water there um, near Luna Park. That's uh, it. I, on I, the yeah. Road. I said, Matt, you're in We both meant it, but he meant it. He just said, whatever it takes. So that's the kind of guy he is. So I know he's he's having his love and, and generosity reciprocated with all the support that's flocked around him. This week, so thank you to everyone that's listening here that's reached out to Matt. Um, some would know him well, some not so well, but I know that he's told me that he's been absolutely inundated with love and and well wishes and condolences from uh, from our industry. You know, not just from our company, but from the greater industry. So, yeah, thank you to everyone on behalf of Matt because I know he would love ideally to get back to everyone, but in situations like this, that's never going to be possible. But uh, yeah, let's. Uh, uh, dedicate this again to Logan and to Matt. Um, yeah, rest his soul in peace, and uh, um, let's let's leave a legacy by doing uh, the rest of our life and being as good a version of ourselves as we can for Logan. Well said, John. Thank you, Troy. We'll see you all next week. We've got four or five weeks to go. We'll see you then. <laughs>